We welcome you Sunday morning live. That is SNL Inside the Pages with Pastor Paul Jason, presented by Cornerstone Apostolic Church, located at 524 East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona, California. Today is Sunday, August 29th, 2021. This is your host, Sister Maria. We believe the Bible is the word of God. Therefore, we are faithful, we are bold, we are our church. Our Sunday morning service begins at 8 a.m. Tuesday Bible study, 7 p.m. And Thursday at a go. If you are looking for a church home, looking for ministry and growth, I want to invite you to join us Join us in praise and worship as we welcome the Word of God. If you haven't told the Lord how good He is, how great He is, come on and join in. It's a very simple song. Something is said, something is sung, something is done this morning that blesses your soul. Certainly, we thank God for each of you that are joining in. We thank God for his grace and his mercy today. 
and you know there are so many things that are happening around us there are things that are going on that that we're not personally aware of but we can imagine in our mind just by seeing the news and hearing reports and different things the impact that it's having on the lives of others or maybe on directly your life and so with that being said let's go before the lord in a word of prayer father in the name of jesus we honor you lord for your goodness we honor you for your grace today lord jesus you know the turmoil that is near and far Hallelujah. lord god and so we pray and ask that you would remember your people Remember those that are calling upon you. Your word has told us, has instructed us that you are a present help in the time of trouble. Lord God, we're not asking for things. We're asking for salvation. We're asking for help, Lord God, wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. In this time of trouble, in this time of turmoil, where there's sickness, Lord God, where there is death, where there is massacre that is going on, Lord Jesus, you know those that have been called by your name, that has, that are calling upon your name, that have been sealed by you. Lord, we pray, Lord God, for their protection, their leading, and their guidance in this situation, Lord. Father, we pray and ask that you would bless those that are, Lord God, that are seeking you, that are calling upon you to be filled with the Holy Ghost. Lord God, touch, Lord God, bless them to receive of you, Lord. Lord, we pray against deception. We pray against those things that, Lord God, that are misleading. <clears throat> because your truth is what sets us free. Lord God, I pray and ask that you would bless those that are living right. Those that are living and committed themselves unto you as a sacrifice, Lord God. And, and those that are not, Lord, we pray against unrighteousness, Lord God, both in the church and in the secular, Lord God. We pray against it, Lord. Lord, I pray and ask that you disturb the mind of the backslider, draw them back into the house of prayer for the saving of their soul. Lord, remember our children, Lord God, touch them. Lord God, we pray against predators, Lord God, and that, that, that would come against them, Lord God. Those that are seeking to, to kill, steal, and destroy, we pray against them. Keep our children and people covered with your blood, Lord. Lord God, we'll give your name the praise and the glory. Lord, I pray and ask that you bless your word as it goes forth this morning. Lord God, that you have your way safe. Lord Jesus, remember those that are, uh, that are committed, Lord God, committed to this ministry. Lord, and I pray and ask that you bless those that are seeking a church home, Lord, to lead them, Lord God, into a place where they are planted, Lord God, so that their souls are nurtured, Lord God, until the day that you call us home in Jesus' name. Bless you, Lord God. I ask that you would help me with a little bit of this song, and we're going to go into the Word of God, and I'll talk more about that. But, but listen, I, I just want to encourage you and tell you to uh, to hold fast. <clears throat> Excuse me. Hold fast. Uh, be strong in the Lord. And uh, listen, I'll be back after this message. Now, I always refer to a song as a message because that's just what it is. <laughs> it is a message in itself. Bless your Lord God. Help me with the uh, Beauty in my broken 
have happened. But certainly, I'm only mentioning that because uh, others that are, are live and stuff may not tell you. Uh, but that's part of it. That's all part of it. You deal with the unexpected. You deal with different things that go on. But certainly, we give honor and glory unto God. And I solicit your prayers. I solicit your prayers this morning. Uh, I've suffered some things. Uh, I've dealt with some pain. And there has been warfare in preparing to minister the word of God. And so uh, our heart's desire is that the Lord, we want the Lord to, to be pleased. We want the Lord to deliver souls. And we want souls to be saved. And so in that, the enemy is not just going to always sit down. We're going to deal with attacks. We're going to deal with different things that, uh, that occur in preparation, and uh, those of you that are in ministry know what I'm talking about. Things will, uh, if the enemy can't use the children, he'll use the job. If he can't use the job, he'll use uh, the person close to you. If he can't use it, next thing you know that you're fighting a warfare. You may be fighting a disembodied spirit that is trying to attack. And so uh, I was up preparing for the word of God and you know, there was several different attacks, and I'm not a sickly person. Uh, matter of fact, I, uh, gentlemen, if, if you don't believe, you should go to the doctor, have yourself checked out. 
you know, thoroughly. I've had, I've been to heart specialists. I, I've been to, uh, to get physical. I go annually and everything checked out well. No arteries, no clogged arteries, no heart valves uh, problems or anything like that. Matter of fact, I, I have a basketball game to play today uh, and I plan on winning. And so, uh, you know, physical exercise is important. But I only mention that to say that, you know, even with all of that, the enemy still tried to attack physically. And you need to know when it is the enemy and when, when it's you. You know, I'm not talking about that I ate a, uh, a chili cheeseburger and then laid down and went to sleep. You know, that's, <laughs> you know better than doing that. Don't do that. Uh, don't eat those hot tamales and, and put all that good sauce and sour cream on it and then go lay down. Don't do that. You can't do that. You have to uh, uh, make sure you do things the right way because that's not an attack of the enemy. That was just a poor judgment. And so we need to be, make sure that what we do and how we do it. I'm getting some feedback here. Um, clip those off, please. Yeah. Thank you. And so as we go forth to into the word of God, he said, I'm soliciting your prayers. And sir, thank you. And so as we go into the word, the Bible tells us in the book of Jude, I'm going to start with Jude and we're going into Revelation and we're going to touch those scriptures in the second, third, and the 21st chapter as we, uh, to, uh, as a segue into the fourth chapter. And so, uh, the Bible tells us in the book of Jude, he says, the servant of Jesus Christ and brother of James to them that are sanctified by God, the father and preserved in Jesus Christ and called mercy unto you and peace and love be multiplied. Beloved, when I give all diligence to write unto you the common salvation, it was needful for me to write unto you to exhort you that you should contend for the faith which was once delivered unto you. And that's what we want to do. You need to contend for the faith. In other words, you need to fight. Uh, you need to fight for your faith. You need to fight for the hope that you have. You can't just compromise and lay, you know, sometimes the road gets rough. Uh, someone uh, sang a song, the road gets rough, the going gets tough, and there are hills to climb. But I'm following Jesus. Uh, Jesus is my goal. And so you need to contend for the faith no matter what. Uh, you need to hold on and not give in to the flesh. Not because the flesh wars against the spirit. And that is the word of God. And so you have to do it as well as be an example to others because somebody is watching you. Somebody is listening to you preach today, talk today, witness today, uh, talk about prayer today, having faith today. You testify and saying that I'm saved. I'm a follower of Jesus Christ. And when the things when things start to happen, uh, when it gets rough, because it's not a flowery bed of ease. Uh, this is a warfare. Matter of fact, it is a war of the anointed. And so in this warfare uh, that is occurring. Uh, you need to stand strong. Uh, you need to make sure that you have on the helmet of salvation. Uh, you need to have your shoes, uh, your feet uh, shot with the preparation of the gospel. Uh, have on the breastplate and uh, the shield of faith, the breastplate of righteousness, as well as the sword, which is the word of God, to protect others and protect yourself. It is not used to destroy, but to cause life. It is used as an instrument uh, that can uh, uh, administer healing. Uh, there are some things that need to be cut off. And, and so uh, contend for the faith which has been delivered unto you. And so the Bible tells us that, there, that he says, I will put you in remembrance through, though you once knew this, how that the Lord, having saved the people out of the land of Egypt, uh, afterward destroyed them that believe not. It's important that you embrace and understand that disbelief will cause you to miss out on your soul's salvation. 
Uh, it's important to understand that if you uh, if you hear the word of God and then say, oh, I don't believe that, you will find out one day that the very thing you did not believe in that lined up with the word of God was the thing that you needed. Uh, it's better to have too much than not to have enough. Uh, you'll find that out by looking at the ten virgins. Five were wise, and they had more than enough. And there were five that was foolish. They did not have enough. 50% uh, was saved. Are you part of the 50% that will be saved or part of the 50% that will be lost? And so the Bible said, And the angels which kept not their first estate but left their own habitation, he have reserved in everlasting chains unto darkness, unto the judgment of the great day. And so the Bible tells us that we must contend for the faith. And so in contending, the Lord spoke to the church. And I'm going to begin reading some verses as we come to, uh, as we conclude the, the writing of the letters to the seven churches of Asia, at least this opening part of it, uh, because the Lord had so much more to say unto his people and unto those churches. Uh, he that have an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says unto the churches. To him that overcometh will I give to eat of the tree of life, which is in the midst of the paradise of God. Uh, the 17th verse says, He that have an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says unto the churches. To him that overcometh will I give to eat of the hidden manna, and I will give him a white stone, in the stone a new name written, which no man knoweth, saith he that receiveth it. And he that overcometh, uh, uh, that keepeth uh, my word, excuse me, he that over that have an ear to hear, uh, let him hear what the Spirit says unto the church. Uh, it also says that uh, he that overcometh and keepeth my works unto the end, to him will I give power over the nations. Not only will he have power over the nation, he shall rule them with a rod of iron as the vessels of a potter shall they be broken in shivers, even as I receive of my father, and I will give him the morning star. The, the third chapter, the fifth verse says, He that overcometh, the same shall be clothed in white remnant, and I will not blot out his name out of the book of life. Somebody name is in the book of life, but they're not going to. Uh, unless you hear the word of God and you abide in him, oh my God, your name will be blotted out the book of life. But I will confess his name before my father and before his angels. To him that overcometh will I make a pillar in the temple of my God and he shall go no more out and I will write upon him the name of my God and the name of the city of my God, which is New Jerusalem, which cometh down out of heaven from my God. And I will write, listen to this, and I will write, you better write this down, you better highlight it, you better mark it, because uh, somebody think they're going to be calling upon a name that doesn't exist. I will write upon him my new name. Verse 21 of the third chapter. To him that overcometh will I grant to sit with me in my throne, even as I also overcame and am set down with my father in his throne. He that overcometh shall inherit all things, and I will be his God, and he shall be my son. The thought that I have taken this morning uh, is I am so over it. I'm so over it. I'm over it. And I, I, I pray and I hope that you are over it too. The word overcomes means you have succeeded in dealing with a problem or difficulty. Mm -hmm. He that overcometh. Lord said he that, that, is, uh, that has succeeded in dealing with that problem with that difficulty, whatever that difficulty is, whatever that situation is that you are dealing with, 
that you have succeeded in overcoming that. Now, remember, Jude said, contend for the faith. You got to fight it out. You can't let your flesh rule your body. You can't let your flesh rule your spirit. You must fight this thing. Fight the good fight of faith and lay hold on eternal life. And so uh, you have to overcome. Yes. We have to overcome some things. The Lord, the letters to the churches were telling them to overcome. Yes. And even to the churches that were not condemned, he told them to overcome. If you're overcoming. So it is a continuation that we continually overcome. In our walk, in our journey, in our pilgrimage, we are constantly overcoming things that we are confronted with. Maybe you were, and some might still be, in a toxic relationship, and you need to be detoxified today. You need to overcome some things. A relationship is not limited to uh, male or female. Someone needs to get out of a, a, a food romance. They're foodie. And they're caught up in it. And in that romance, their body has become toxic. And you need to be detoxified. Because you eat your emotions away. Uh-huh. Things come, and come at you and you begin to eat. You know, as, as I said before, and you've seen it in TV, it's a common thing. You know, somebody's upset. They just broke up with their boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, whatever. You know, uh, and they're sitting down eating a, a, a half a gallon ice cream. You know, they're eating their emotions. Uh, and that's dangerous. Uh, instead of grabbing control of things. Now, I'm not saying that things are not going to bother you. I'm not saying that you won't be impacted by, by certain things. But what I'm saying is those things do not dethrone God. And so others need to overcome chasing an imaginary euphoria. You know, there are things that occur and it was and at the moment it, it was pleasurable, but then we begin to chase that thing over and over again. And the truth is, it, you'll never have that particular euphoria again. And so that has seduced you in believing a lie. The Bible says if you believe you believe a lie, you will be damned. And so you don't want to believe a lie and be condemned. But you want to believe the truth. The term so over is used to say I am no longer or I no longer have strong emotions about someone or something. Sometimes and, and it's a process of time. Don't, don't get me wrong. I do understand some things. Uh, that's why the Lord said to one of the church. He said I give you space to repent. I'm giving you space to get over it, uh, because it is a process. But I expect you to do what? Complete the process. God has expectations too. I expect you to complete the process. And so therefore I'm giving you some time. Now, when God gives a, a space of repentance, his timeline is not the same as yours. Uh huh. Uh, his timeline means that you start taking action immediately, not trying to take advantage of uh, that particular thing to the extent where you just uh, uh, you just lollygag you know tiptoe through the tulips and you never truly overcome it so overcome is not have strong emotions about that thing again it means to be un uh, instead of being uh, interested you become uninterested in it you know some of the things that we pray about uh, we need to pray to lose the craving of it. I, I don't want that craving. Lord, take the craving. Uh, when you're praying for someone, uh, you pray that the Lord take the craving away. Because it's the craving that is being fed. And if the enemy cannot entice you with that craving, then the battle is won. And so uh, when you face it, when you face it, we're going to call it it. When you face it, or something similar to it, you will not engage because you are so over it. John 
the first, first John 5 and 4 says, For whosoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. When you get rid of something, when you get rid of it, you need to replace it with something better, and that is your faith. I've been uh, blessed to understand that faith, or my faith, or you know, however you want to term it, or sonship, uh, is an inheritance. And that inheritance is a living substance. Let, let me say that again. Faith, or my faith, or when you say sonship, you're talking about a living substance. Uh, not a theory, not a religious claim to fame or something written up on paper to read, but it is a living substance. It's not a cliche. We have a lot of cliches in churches. Uh, we say a lot of things and after a while it just gets repeated over and over again and it becomes a cliche. Uh, and so a cliche is not a living substance. It might have a little bit of truth attached to it, uh, but it's not the living substance. Uh, to make it in this life, uh, this life, the life that the Lord told Peter and John to talk about, you need a living substance. A living substance is not something that dries up overnight. It can be and will be threatened. It will be attacked. And even uh, uh, it will uh, even uh, it will be attacked in such a way, uh, trying to destroy uh, that faith because it like the soul of man it is a living substance the Bible said now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen your hope causes faith to live so when the enemy threatens you he's going to come after your hope he's going to attack your hope and try to dry it up because without hope there is no faith uh-huh. Uh, you must have hope in order to have faith. Without it, you don't have it. And so the enemy attacks your hope to try to discourage you, to try to bring you down, to try to make you feel that, uh, uh, that uh, you have to compromise, uh, that you have to uh, uh, go a certain route that is outside of the word of God to obtain what you want. Uh, don't you know that the enemy has read the scripture too? Yes, hallelujah. Uh-huh. Uh, he, he's read the scripture. Uh, he's heard it recited. Uh, he's heard it preached. He's heard it taught, exhorted, and played over the airwaves, just like this morning. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. Uh, he knows faith is a living substance. Therefore, faith is a game changer. Let me say that again. Your faith is a game changer. Thank you, Jesus. Bless you, Lord God. Hallelujah. Uh, your faith, your faith, my faith, yes, thank you. is a game changer. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, if you want to change things, you're going to have to have some faith in God. Uh, the Bible said he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Uh, that requires faith, faith in God. Uh, John said, for whosoever is born of God, overcometh the world and this is the victory that overcometh the world you. if you didn't know how to overcome uh, i'm telling you this morning and that is to have faith in god if you didn't know what it meant to overcome obstacles uh, i'm telling you this morning have some faith in god Thank you. And now faith doesn't come without actions faith is something that moves you because it is a living substance Anything that's not moving is dead. That's why the Bible said uh, faith without works is dead Thank you, because it is a living substance yes. and therefore it is moving. Hallelujah. Faith moves you. Just a moment. Thank you, Bless Jesus. you, Lord God. Hallelujah. Thank, Thank you, Lord. Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Faith moves you and it causes things around you to move as well. Faith moves you from the present surrounding. Uh, it is not a geographical location. 
But faith has an impact on God. Thank you, Lord. The Bible said by faith, the elders obtain a good report. And so elders, you need to have some faith. Yes, hallelujah. Whether you are a licensed elder to, and for the work of the ministry, or that you are a gray-haired man or a gray-haired woman uh, in the church, you're an elder. Thank you. And you ought to have some faith yes, because you have some experience with God. Oh, my God. I believe that the writer says that, that I, I call for the young men because they have some strength. But I call for the older ones because they have known the way. They ought to have some faith in God. Do you have faith in God this morning? Faith moves you from your present surrounding. It moves you into a place because you have a unique mindset. And it categorizes you with those that believe. Those that say, I am so over it. The day came that somebody said, I'm over it. I'm not going to deal with that no more. I'm not going to cry no more. I'm not going to feel bad anymore. Uh, but I'm over it. I'm over that thing that was controlling me. I'm not going to uh, let it uh, control me no more. Uh, you know, we, we hear a lot of songs, and, and, and every song that we hear is not a gospel song. Uh, you know, and some of them are saying that I'm not going to cry anymore. Uh, you know, some of them are saying that, that, that you thought that you're going to live here again, but love don't live here anymore. I don't love that thing anymore. I'm not about that life anymore. Uh, that life was toxic. Uh, that life brought me down. Uh, what I thought was love really was something else. Uh, it was a fatuation uh, that turned into a nightmare. Oh, my God, bless you, Lord Jesus. And so I'm so over that. You got to tell the enemy I'm over it. You got to talk to your flesh uh, and tell your flesh, I'm so over it. We're not going down that path anymore. Uh, you know, uh, I found out that that when we uh, uh, go about fasting and, you know, and uh, when we go through consecrations, that, that sometimes we'll, uh, when you say, I'm, I'm going to give up, uh, you know, cake. And, you know, I, I like cake, so so I use that for an example. That's, that's no secret. Uh, you know, and, and so, uh, you know, when you give up that sugar, uh, that after a while you'll get a, hair, a headache uh, because uh, you didn't gave up something. And, and so your body is going through that change and you have to allow that change to occur. And so you let it know and you keep telling yourself, you make sure that you stand strong because I'm so over that. Whatever your cake is, whatever your flavor is today, uh, you got to tell it I'm so over it. Uh, I got something better to obtain. I got something better that I'm reaching for. And so the Bible says that I was in the spirit on the Lord's day. And I heard behind me a great voice as of a trumpet. Saying I'm Alpha and Omega. The first and the last. And what thou seest write it in a book. And send it to the seven churches which are in Asia. Uh, pastors, uh, let the pastor know. And pastor, let the ecclesia know. Those that have gathered together. Those that have assembled themselves together, say unto the church of Ephesus, and say unto the church of Samaria and, uh, and Pergamos, say unto Thyatira and Sardis and, and Philadelphia and unto the Laodicea, let them know that I am he that liveth and was dead. And behold, I'm alive forevermore. Uh, I have the keys of hell and death, and write the things which thou hast seen. And the things which are, we need to underline and highlight the things which are, Thank the you. things that exist right now in your life, Hallelujah. the things that you're dealing with right now, Thank the you. things that God is exposing right now, yes. the things that you know convicts you right now, Thank you. the things that you know are not right now, the things that you know need to be changed. The things that you know you must overcome in order to be saved. And so he said, uh, the thing which thou have seen, and the things which are, and the things which shall be hereafter. You. you need to make a special note that there are some things that's going to be after this. And so if you want to be part of it, uh, if you want to be part of those that have overcome, then you need to make note of those things and you need to properly address them. You got to overcome them. Yes. The mystery of the seven stars, make no mistake about it, 
are the, the pastors and the seven golden candlesticks are the churches uh, that are part of Asia. And so each of the churches received a letter. Uh, and the letter uh, uh, starts and it tells each of the churches. I'm not going to go through all of what it says, but, but one thing I, I need you to know is that God said, I, I know your works. Yes. Uh, you know what? I, I know what yes. you're doing. Uh, you might have did it behind closed doors, but I know about it. Uh, you might have did it in a crowd of folks and thought nobody saw you, but, but I know about it. Uh, they may not have been paying attention, but God was. Oh, my God. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, you might have did it in the back room. Uh, you might have did it in the car. Uh, you might have did it on the job. You might have did it in a hotel room. Uh, no matter where you were, uh, I want you to know that I know your works. And so he told the church of Ephesus. He said, you ought to love me like you used to. Uh, church of Pergamos. Uh, the Bible, uh, he told the church, he said, get the devil out of it. Uh, you've given him a seat. And you need to get him out. Get him out of the pulpit. If he's not living right, shut him down. Uh, if he's on the deacon board or the motherboard, uh, then they need to be set down. If they're part of the music department, they need to be set down. You need to shut them down. Bless your Lord God. Don't give the devil a place. Because if you give him, a, if you allow him to uh, a ride, he's going to want to drive. And so you need to put him out uh, to the church of Thyatira. Uh, you need to stop it. You've allowed lithiums and fingernail kits to rule my place. But I, I'm telling you right now that you need to shut it down. Uh, don't allow the, uh, the, the spirit of Jezebel to seduce my servants. And don't allow them to eat things sacrificed to idols. But shut it down. There's some things that we have to shut down. Uh, my God, pastors, tell the folks that you're so over it so that they'll get over it. My God, uh, like pastor, like preach. And to the church of Sardis, there's a few things. Uh, there's a few folks, a few folks that I see that are ready, uh, but the rest of you, uh, you're not ready yet. Only the few is ready. Uh, you want to be part of the few. Remember, the, the five uh, that was ready was a few. Uh, where it could have been ten, there was only five. And to the church of Laodicea, you. Uh, you need to understand that ninety-nine and a half won't do. Yeah. Uh, you need to run for your life and, uh, and make it all the way. You can do a hundred. My God, you can run a hundred, uh, but not 99 and a half. Uh, that's not going to help you out any. Bless your Lord God. Hallelujah. Thank you. He's coming back for a church uh, without spot, without wrinkle. Yes. He's coming back for a church uh, without blemish. Oh, my God. Somebody said you can't be perfect. But God told Abram, said, walk before me and be perfect. Yes. Uh, Abram, the father of faith. Abram, the man uh, that God used. Uh, to start the church, a husband and a wife. Bless your Lord God. He used the start and he said, walk before me and be faithful. Uh, be perfect. Uh, you need to understand the pastor uh, and Ecclesia and those two churches that did not receive a letter of condemnation. That one day they looked around. One day they took inventory of themselves. My God bless your name, Jesus. Uh, one day they, they, they stopped and they thought about it. And they thought about the life that they had. And they thought about the word of God. They thought about who God was and what God had done. And they said, you know what? Uh, they looked at the sin. They looked at the corruption. They looked at the, uh, the administration. They looked at the neighbors. They looked at the community and society that they were in. And they said, I'm so over it. I've got to let it go. I'm so over it. I'm not going down that path. you got to be like those churches and say that I'm so over it and allow yourself to be over that thing. I will love God. That's what they were saying. And I will, allow, I will not allow anyone except God to sit on the throne. I'm going to allow God to sit on the throne of my heart. I'm going to allow God to, to, to be a, a my leader. I'm going to allow God to, to persuade me and not anyone else. I'm going to allow God in the word of God to rule my life. Because I understand that heaven and earth would pass away, but the word of God is going to stand. Uh, the condemnation of many church folks, the condemnation of many is going to include the lives of us. Us and those that one day said, I'm so over it. 
uh, people are going to be condemned because they said I couldn't get over that. But God is going to show them, well, my servant, uh, Pastor Carl got over it. My servant in the church of Laodicea, uh, some of them got over it. Some of those in the church of Sardis got over And Samaria, they got over Some folks at Cornerstone got over Some folks at Greater Grace and Abundant Grace got over Some folks down at, at Greater Bethel, they got over Bless the Lord. Folks got over And because they got over you could have got over it too. You should have hung out with them so that you could have been strengthened. That's why the Lord told Peter, said when you overcome, when you get over it, strengthen the brethren. Yeah. Show somebody else how to get over it. Show somebody else how to live right. Oh my God, you got to hang with folks. Because the Bible said birds of a feather flock together. If you're going to get over it, you're going to have to hang with some folks that's willing to do what it takes. Some folks that's going to say, for God I live and for God I die. Blessed be the name of the Lord. You're going to have to hang with some folks that say that I'm not going to give in to sin. You're going to have to hang in with some folks that's not going to compromise. Some folks that's not going to hang out with Baal. Some folks that's not going to hang out with the Nicolaitans. The folks that's not going to hang out with Jezebel. The folks that's not going to give the devil a place. You're going to have to hang out with them folks. Some folks that said I'm so over it. Some folks that realize that the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life. Do you want eternal life today? Then you have to get over some things. You have to let some things go. The Bible lets us know plainly that he that overcome, I'm going to give him to eat of the tree of life. If you overcome, you're going to be able to eat of the hidden matter. If you overcome, you're going to have a white stone and a new name in it. That's why nobody is going to get the glory and say that's my mother dying. Nobody's going to walk into the kingdom and say, hello, uh, St. Peter, because new names have been given out. And you're not going to know those new names except the one that received it. And so they'll have to share it with you. But there's another enlightenment to make. And that is this, that if you're a liar, you won't tarry in this sight. If you're a homeowner and adulterer, you won't be there. If you are a thief and a robber, you're not going to be there. My God, I don't care what excuse you make. I don't care what pastor and told you. It's all right. No matter how many times you done went to confession, you need to get over it. If you don't get over it, oh my God, then this promise is not to you. You got to get over being unfaithful. You got to get over being slowful. You got to get over being unwise. You got to get over sometime in and sometime out. He said, he that overcome and keep my word, I'm going to give power over the nations and I'm going to give him the morning star. He that overcome, the same is going to receive a white garment and I'm not going to blot his name out of the book of life, but I'm going to confess him. And when that confession is made, it's going to be made to everybody. The Bible said the confession uh, that's going to be made is unto the Spirit of God, uh, the Father of all living. And before the angels, a presentation is going to be made. Hallelujah. I like when we go to graduations, and I'm looking forward to the graduations to attend. Uh, my God, when, when someone walks across the stage Hallelujah. because they've accomplished something, they worked through the days that they, they, they felt tired. They did the homework when they didn't feel like doing it. They studied and studied groups and hung out with those that was being diligent about their business. Uh, that when, you, when they go on the stage, they got something to stand proud about. They got something to be rewarded for. They got something to be applauded about. Don't you know on that day that when God confessed uh, for those whose names is not blotted out of the book of life. Oh my God, those that are clothed in right, those that have received the morning star, those that have overcome and given power over the nations, those that have received a new name, are those that have been given right to the tree of life. My God, that there's going to be an abundance of praise. The angels are going to be rejoicing. God is rejoicing. The Bible said uh, that there's rejoicing in the presence of the angels over one soul that repented. Just think about all the souls that's going to be repented. 
that's going to make it in that God is rejoicing, that there's rejoicing in the presence of the angels. The saints is rejoicing. The angels is rejoicing. Everybody is having a party because you overcame. He that overcome, I'm going to make a pillar in the temple. No more going out. My God, no more not being part of the structure. No more going out and not being able to come in. But he said, I'm going to write a name upon him. The Bible tells us today that the whole family in heaven and earth is named after him. But he said, I'm going to write upon him the name of my God and the name of the city of my God, which is New Jerusalem. New Jerusalem is a description, but it's not the name. The name of the city is going to be written upon those that have overcome. And I'm going to give them, uh, I will write upon them my new name, a new name, God said. Uh, not the name of Jesus. The name of Jesus, uh, the, the dispensation of grace, the name of Jesus, that same soul that got you in there. There's going to be a new name. That name will be done away with. Bless you, Lord God. He said, him that overcometh, I'm going to grant to sit with me in my throne. He that overcometh, oh my God, shall inherit all things. And I'm going to be his God. Listen to this. I'm going to be his God. Listen to this. Because this is Jesus Christ speaking the word. The word. I need you to understand something. The word is powerful. The word was made flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory as the only begotten son of God. The word of God. Mighty God. He that overcometh shall inherit all things. And I will be his God. Now I'm going ahead of myself and I'm not going to go too far. But John said I saw one that sat on the throne. He didn't say anything about multiple thrones, multiple gods. And I, I know what the scripture says about the, the apostles, and uh, we'll get into that later. But he that overcometh all things, I will be his God. Hallelujah. And he shall be my son. The redemption work in which the word became flesh would have come and will come to an end. Let me say that again. The redemption work where that the word became flesh and we beheld his glory as the only begotten son of the father will have come to an end. <clears throat> Bless your Lord Jesus. You got to overcome. You need the testimony from this moment forward that I'm so over it. Whatever you're going through, it might seem hard. And yes, when you get when you do things for for many days, many months, many years, it's difficult. It, it's a pull. It's a it's a fight to overcome those things. But God is saying you can do it. You can do it because He's given us the ability to do that. He's given us the ability to do it. Bless your Lord. You have the ability to do it. And I'm telling you, you can do it. I know from personal experience, I know for myself, you can do it. You can overcome those things that, that would cause you to miss out on the promises of God. Bless your Lord Jesus. Uh-huh. You can overcome those things. I just want to stay right there and just keep telling you, you can overcome those things. You will overcome those things if you hear what is being said. If you apply what is being said, you can and you will overcome those things. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord God, for your goodness and your grace. We thank you for the word that has been exhorted today. We ask, Lord God, that you would bless 
Bless each one that in the sound of my voice, Lord God, Lord Jesus, help them to embrace your word. Help them, Lord God, to live according to your word, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Lord Jesus, just as you have given me this testimony, you have given the same testimony to others that we are overcomers. We've overcome sin. We've overcome the works of the flesh. We've overcome stupidity and different things that we have done to damage ourselves, different things that we have said. And Lord God, and Lord Jesus, actions that have been taken unnecessarily that was not according to your will. You blessed us to overcome those things. You told us that we overcome evil with good. And you have shown us what is good. Bless your Lord God. Lord, and I pray and ask that you bless each one to observe the good, to love the good, and to hate that which is evil, to apply themselves to that which is good, that which is pleasing in your sight, in the name of Jesus. Lord God, to those that are searching for a church home, draw them in, Lord God. There's a place where you want them to abode, Lord God, for the saving of their soul, in Jesus' name. Listen, if you've not been baptized in Jesus' name, it is for remission of sin. Don't let nobody tell you that baptism is not necessary today. Listen, the day has not ended yet. We're still in the dispensation of grace, and baptism is a requirement for salvation. Peter, they asked Peter, said, men and brethren, what must, M-U-S-T, what must we do to be saved? And Peter said, repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus for the remission of sin. You need your sins remitted and you need to tarry for the Holy Ghost, which is a seal of redemption, which is the power for witnessing in a sanctified life. Thank you, Lord God. Bless your name, Jesus. You need to tell the Lord yes. Yes to his will. Yes to his way. You need to let the Lord know this is not just me confessing faith. So many say that I have faith in God, but listen, faith is a living substance that moves you, that 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 chant, that navigates you into a sanctified life. The Bible tells us without holiness, no man shall see the Lord. So those that claim that I'm going to stand in God's presence, if you're not holy, you're not going to stand in his presence. The spirit is not governed by time. Time does not govern the spirit of God. So things that are going to happen, you've heard people say that, I saw my entire life pass before me in the moment, the twinkling of an eye of an accident, moment in twinkling of an eye that they, they came to the threshold of death and God had mercy on them. They saw it. They saw it. Judgment is going to take place and it's going to be just as quick as you can imagine. The multitude of people that are going to stand in the presence of God with excuses of why they did not overcome. Those excuses will only reside in the minds of men because God said, overcome. He told us and gave us this testimony that so many have heard and embraced mighty God. Bless your Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. For whosoever is born of God overcometh the world. Thank you, Lord. You overcome the world by faith in God. The victory, the victory that you have, the victory that you need is overcoming by faith in God's word. Jesus overcame this world 
and every sin that you can imagine. The Bible said that he was led, driven into the wilderness, and he was tempted. Everything, every temptation that you can imagine, and he overcame it by the word of God. Thank you. Bless you, Lord. Hallelujah. Listen, this is Pastor Carl Henderson. Cornerstone Apostolic Church located at 524 East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona, California. I hope to see you here or to see you there. Until then, be blessed in the Lord and, and think about, meditate on the word of God and what has been said. Now may the grace of God and the sweet communion of the Holy Ghost rest, rule, and abide henceforth now and forevermore. Amen.